Coming up on today's episode of the Money Pants Superpower Hour. In many homes, parents have members of the family take turns doing different jobs. They either switch jobs daily or weekly. Today, we'll be talking about the six reasons to stop frequent job rotations. We'll talk about how giving family members the same job for an entire year significantly decreases stress in the home, does a better job teaching work ethic, and helps prevent parents from getting burned out. Finally, we'll talk about how you can expect your kids to react when they are assigned to the same job for an entire year. All this and more, but first, the joke of the day. Buddy and his wife Edna went to the state fair every year. And every year Edna would say, Buddy, I want to ride in that helicopter. Buddy always replied, I know, honey, but that helicopter ride is 50 bucks. And 50 bucks is 50 bucks. One year, Buddy and Edna went to the state fair and Edna said, Buddy, I'm now 85 years old. And if I don't get that helicopter ride, I might not ever get another chance. To this, Buddy said, Edna, that helicopter ride is 50 bucks. And 50 bucks is 50 bucks. The pilot overheard the couple arguing and said, hey, folks, I'll make you a deal. I'll take the both of you for a ride. And if you can stay quiet and not fight for the entire ride, I won't charge you a penny. But if you say one word, it's 50 bucks. Buddy and Edna agreed and up they went. The pilot did all kinds of fancy maneuvers, but not a word was heard. He did his daredevil tricks over and over again, but still not a word. When they finally landed, the pilot turned to Edna and said, by golly, I did everything I could to get you to yell out, but you didn't. I'm impressed. Edna replied, well, to tell you the truth, I almost said something when Buddy fell out. But you know, 50 bucks is 50 bucks. Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Money Pants Superpower Hour. We're your host, Hannah and Fontaine Judd, and we're the proud parents of seven sons and six daughters, ranging in age from college student to toddler. We're both BYU graduates and the creators of Money Pants. Head on over to CaptainMoneyPants.com to learn more about what we do and what we're all about. We believe every person on this planet has been given at least one superpower to help them accomplish their unique mission in life. But the only way to unlock those superpowers is through work ethic. That's when greatness happens. And that's where Money Pants comes in. Money Pants is the complete tool set for cultivating work ethic in all aspects of a person's life. And today's topic is, well, why you should get rid of the rotating chore chart. And this is... Really, it's a response to an email one of our customers sent us where they said, hey, you know what? Is there a, is there a feature or an option in Money Pants to change jobs every day or every week? And we're like, actually, no. And there's a good reason for that. And this is what we shared with him. And so we thought, you know what? This would be a great opportunity to talk about this in the podcast where I thought, because we haven't really addressed it, we just say, hey, we recommend keeping jobs for a year, but we never really say why and kind of the reasonings behind it. I mean, we've touched on it a little bit, I guess, but this was a, a very specific question of, hey, why don't you do a rotating chore chart? Yeah, well, you know, I, I grew up with a rotating job chart. My parents had a poster on the fridge and it had a wheel. Um, I think that became kind of a fad in the 70s and 80s, maybe, where moms would have their kids do the, the rotating chore chart. I think that was... A thing, because I definitely remember having a chore yeah, chart. Yeah, when I was five years old, that's when my parents started that. They had a poster board, and they they put a, a a wheel on there that would spin. And every day, you know, we'd go and spin the the wheel and see what job we had. And that was that was. Wait, it was random, or was it just you'd do one? No, click? no, you you get to move it over. I, I was five. It was exciting. I'm <laughs> I woke up early. I get to move the chart over. 
And it was it was great because it kind of gave you the sense that, hey, this the uh, you need to learn how to contribute in all these different ways. Yeah. And well, the, the chart had all the jobs that you had to do in the house. Yeah, we all work together. We all do this. And uh, you got to know all these skills. Yeah. And so and in theory, that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And it, it was good, but there's a better way to do it. And basically, the way that we're recommending is, yeah, rotate, but rotate at a slower pace. And there's a whole bunch of benefits to slowing down the rotation by six months to a year. Well, and so you had an analogy for well, that. Going back to the whole state fair, helicopter rides and spinning things. Uh, I remember as a kid, you went on and they always had it at the state fair. And I think they had it at Disneyland at one point. They always had these, those rides you get in and everybody straps themselves to the wall and the thing spins around like a big, uh, what's that called? The, the Gravitron? No, the, the thing a scientist used to distill things oh. in their smallest um. components, the cyclotism. Anyway, there's a, <laughs> there's a specific term for that where it, basically it's just one of those, a big one of those things that spin. <laughs> now my mind's going to be stuck on, what's that word? <laughs> So. Yeah, but it was basically just a big room that spun really fast and you and it was called yeah the gravitron or the cyclotron or the the thriller or whatever it didn't matter what the name was the concept yeah. was the same you strap yourself against the wall and you spin around really fast and then somebody Everyone always pukes. someone always throws up and it's always <laughs> gross and everybody ends up dizzy and sick and that's kind of how I look at like the, I the only rotating. Went on it. I only went on the that ride one time, and that was enough for me. I I, I didn't learn my lesson. I went on it two or three times oh, before dear. I finally wisened up. <laughs> and this was as a little kid, you know. Oh, like, look! I'm sticking to the wall. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, but so you're dizzy the whole rest but, of the time. But that's kind of how I look at the the rotating chore chart, where it's it's very similar. Everyone ends up dizzy, and some people actually get sick, where it just doesn't. It doesn't do what you think it's going to do. It's not fun, is the so we suggest. You know what? Let, like you there's said, some, there's some repercussions to yeah, it. <laughs> let's just maybe let's maybe slow it down a bit. Let's slow down that rotation instead of you. You know, every day or every week, let's slow it down to every six months or ideally every year. Yeah. So That's everybody still gets a turn, and mm-hmm. and but but there are some benefits. To just slow it down and slow it down a bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we're going to go over those reasons so that you can make up your mind about uh, how you want to approach jobs and uh, in your home. And so we're going to try to convince you today not to get on the Gravitron. (laughs) So, and as you said, you know, Money Pants purposely does not include options to rotate daily jobs or even weekly or even monthly. It's supposed to be every year. But it could it could be every six months, but that's like maybe when your kids are older and they're able to to learn the jobs faster. But let's just go over them. There, there are six benefits that we came up with for keeping to six benefits to keeping jobs long term, and they are number one, less confusion and stress in the home. Number two, individuals become specialists at their jobs. Number three, family members can't blame others. You get rid of the blame game if their jobs aren't done. Number four, the slower rotation really helps individuals develop work ethic. Number five, you can make job assignments that match age level. And number six, you can focus on teaching every member of the family to do one job well. And that's becoming a specialist. We're going to talk about that and the benefits of that. But And then we're also, oh, at the end, we're going to talk about some of the, uh, the, the progression that the kids are going to go through 
which is really good. You know, the overcoming the fear of work, it's actually a progression. Yeah. And we'll kind of go over those steps. Yeah. But, what happens when you do give them the same job every day and, uh-huh. they and they're going to have it for the next year? And what, what you can expect your kids to the kind How of, you can expect them to react. Yes. The reactions to and the, what's going to happen. So, so, so you're prepared mentally. For- so let's, let's go over those. Number one, there is less confusion and stress in the household. Yeah. Right. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah. There's, first of all, as you mentioned, Hannah, what happens if, as a little kid, and you know you're rotating jobs every day, there is that inherent stress of, oh, is today my day to do, and then oh, insert the that one, that one that terrifying like. job. There's that constant anxiety. Mm-hmm. But secondly, you know, what if, and just I'm playing devil's advocate here, what if somebody messes with the chore chart? And it gets rotated one too many and or you just get busy or somebody forgets to rotate it or it's like, hey, wait, no, I did that yesterday. Or wait, somebody rotated it backwards or whatever it may be. It that can cause anxiety and stress as well. Um, and, but really, the nice thing about not rotating jobs every day is you never have to wonder what's my job. Or what a certain kid in the family, what their job is either from the parents perspective you know, Sally's job is to clean the bathroom. That right. was her job yesterday. That's your job today. And that's going to be her job next week and next month and and for the rest of the year. And and you don't have to be, okay, oh, the, the living room's a mess. Uh, whose whose job? job was this? Yep. And, oh, I'll just clean it up. Or, or if it's in the morning and it's a mess, and it's like, oh, whose job was it yesterday? Or did that happen today? And it eliminates the, the whole fighting thing of, wait, 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 no, no, no. I did clean that up yesterday. It's Johnny's turn today, and that's why it's messy. But wait, no, I think it was dirty last night. You don't, you don't yeah. know. And it just, it eliminates that. And also, like, if I go to the bathroom, and I see that the kid's bathroom is an almighty disaster and looks like, you know, one of those truck stop bathrooms, uh, I know exactly whose job it is to do that bathroom. And I can call them over and say, hey, Blackstone, come on over, man. You need to get the... the you can you can clean this up. I don't have to think. I don't have to arbitrarily choose whoever's closest. And I always hated that because then that teaches the kids to avoid mom and dad. Like, <laughs> oh, dad's on the warpath. Everybody scatter. You know, nobody can be found. No, it's I don't I don't have to go. Oh, Trixie, you're here. You clean it. And she's like, yeah. Why did I Why did I bother being nearby? Like, I should have been hiding in my closet. Yeah. So it eliminates that. And it, it again. And the whole idea is to carefully assign out these responsibilities to each family member because they have. Uh, these, and we'll talk about this in a second, as stewardship. And it's their responsibility to take care of that area of the home. Well, and as kids get older, it decreases stress because, you know, they have tight schedules. They have their homework to do. They Mm -hmm. have Mm -hmm. different things. And if they are like, oh no, today's my turn to do that job and it takes more time and I wasn't expecting that. I hadn't factored that in. Mm -hmm. It does. It adds an element of of just a little extra stress each day, not knowing. Just, you don't need, just that one little, one more layer of stress you don't need that you can get yeah. rid of by not rotating jobs. Yeah. So that's number one. There's less confusion and stress in the home. Number two is individuals become specialists at their particular jobs and get really fast at doing them well. And this is what I've noticed. When you have a rotating job, you never quite become good at it. You... And we've talked about this in the past where what if at work, you know, your place of employment, what if they rotated your responsibilities every day? How would that, I mean, that would be, first of all, that would be really stressful when we just talked about that. But secondly, you'd never get good at your job 
You'd never be any good at your job because you'd never do the same thing two days in a row. You'd never learn the nuances and you'd never become proficient at, at doing anything well. Matter of fact, I don't even think you become proficient at a very rudimentary level, you, but you definitely never become an expert. Well, uh, we brought this up on a previous podcast, how I had been on a track team and my track right. coach kept changing which run I was going to do. And so I felt like I was never able to get really good at any of the runs that I did because it it was changing every week it would change and I would practice for the wrong thing and and then oh no now we're going to have you do hurdles and now we're going to have you do this and it just kept changing and so I, practicing for the wrong thing but had a bit that had to be so frustrating yeah but but it's 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 similar where when you know that okay this is going to be my thing mm-hmm. for the next while it, you put your mind to it. You put your mind to it. Okay, how am I going to get this done faster? How am I going to get this done better? Even if you're like me and you're bad at organizing, uh, like that's just not a strong point of mine. If you have that time and you know that it's just going to be every day, it kind of gets you going, okay, I got to figure this out Mm -hmm. and just kind of... Well, no, your brain goes into, goes into work, goes to work figuring out, okay, how am I going to do this? Yeah. And it... Even subconsciously, your brain while you're sleeping or in the back of your mind, your brain's figuring out ways to make your job more effective and more efficient Mm -hmm. if you have the same one every day. Yeah. And eventually you don't have to think about the job anymore. Like, Mm -hmm. so it's it's back to the, it's less stressful. It is less stressful because you get so good at the job, you don't even have to think about it. Mm -hmm. And so you can actually relax uh, because you have become an expert at it. But this, this, and, but this has several benefits. Another one is that because you're doing the same job every day and you, you become a specialist, the quality of the job gets higher and higher. And, and there's a reason why. It's because when a person finally adopts that stewardship or that zone or that area that they're responsible for, when, when they finally adopt that and take ownership of it, they become protective of it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know what? This is, they take pride in that. And it's like, this is my job area. And and they also become very familiar with it. And they're like, you know what? I, I know that this area gets dirty a lot, so I'm going to clean that up first. And, and I know that that's going to be a problem area. So I just, I focus my energy on that. But they also, the, the whole pride thing, <laughs> and we've seen this, Hannah, where kids will uh, get defensive. Yeah, why'd when, you put that in my job? Yeah, you put. I watched you, uh, you make that. You just dumped that down in my job. No, you clean that up right now. Um, Lumpy, <laughs> you and, and they'll they'll address the person who's done it directly. They don't even tell us anymore. Yeah. they're like, "Hey, Lumpy, you left the toilet paper there, and you didn't put that away. Put that away, please. That, that's my job area." And it's and it's really cool to watch where all of a sudden everyone has their own stewardship in the home. Then they take pride in it and they actually take possession of it. And it's like, "Yeah, this is my this is my area, and I'm gonna I'm gonna." I'm going to um, take 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 care of it. Yeah, and, and they what's cool is when they also start to organize it. Like they have their tools and they have they have things how they like it organized mm-hmm, in that mm-hmm, job, mm-hmm. and 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 they, it does it becomes their own. And and, and again, remember the, the goal is by the time your kids leave home, they will have mastered all of the chores in the house. That, that's kind of like a, a, a side benefit though of. And I, we'll talk about that in a minute, the whole expert thing. But I was thinking about it where if a kid becomes expert in one area, 
they will realize the depth of knowledge they need to have and it will carry over to the next job that they have. Yes, that's true. Because if they're good at like wiping the table, uh, well, when they there's, when there's they nuance switch to, to that. The, when they switch over to the kitchen or to the bathrooms, they've got that skill down. And they also and they have a level of understanding of okay, this is a th- this is a detailed job, mm-hmm. and so now I've learned how to do detailed work. Yeah, I'm doing a different job now, but it's still the level of detail that I learned in my previous job. Ah, oh, yes. And I like that a lot. That level of depth of, of understanding and knowledge goes, it transfers with them from job to job. Okay, so that's number two. The individuals become specialists. And number three, no family member can blame others for their job not being done or not being done well. Okay, and so when it, I, I mentioned when I was growing up, we had the little wheel and the mm-hmm. rotating chart. And yeah, I, I'm from a big family. So my family, I'm one of the older kids. So our family got bigger and it gets more complicated. What I noticed uh, was a problem with the rotating chart was that if you happen to be behind somebody who is just kind of a diligent worker, you could get away with not ever doing the bathrooms. You could get away with not vacuuming because it was still pretty much clean mm-hmm. from the person who had well, done it. Wasn't, it, the day it wasn't before. obvious that it wasn't done. Yeah. And so. You know, mom's busy. Oh, you check my job. Okay, looks good. Well, you can basically just piggyback off of somebody else's work and never actually yeah. learn to do the jobs yourself. Yeah. And so one person was like, oh, you know, cleaning up all the pee around the toilet and wiping mm-hmm. it and all that. And the person the next day, you How know, dirty is it going to be in one day? Yeah. Like, really? Yeah. And so I noticed that the kids, if they followed somebody who was a more diligent, you know, just more of a perfectionist or just more responsible. And just, there are kids like that. Yeah. And if, you, and, and if you have one of those children, count your lucky yeah. stars. Um, but but Because not all kids are like that. You know, where they're not trying to get away with things or seeing, you know. Stuffing. They, yeah. So if you follow one of those people, your chance of learning work ethic actually goes down. And it's actually a detriment. And you don't understand it at a time because you're a kid and you don't yeah. know. But it's actually a detriment to you. Because you miss out on work ethic. Yeah. So even though I was like, yeah, my parents uh, very much put a lot of effort into trying to teach us how to work. Some of the kids didn't learn to work as well as others until later on in their life because there there were these loopholes, basically. Uh-huh. Yep. And so when you assign the job for the whole year, slow the rotation down, you get rid of those loopholes. Mm-hmm. And so, no, you will learn to work. <laughs> I like it. Get rid of you, the loopholes. Yeah. You will have accountability, whereas they didn't necessarily have accountability when the jobs uh, were constantly rotating. Oh, that's a good point. The account, the accountability. Yeah. Where there, it, there, it just wasn't. It wasn't there. And I, I know, you know, like I mentioned, we were from a big family. We had a big house, and so it's not like my mom. You know, my mom would look at the jobs, but she couldn't do like a deep, deep inspection it was you know she didn't have the money pants system or anything Mm -hmm. like that and so it it wasn't like she had memorized the whole house and what had gotten done the day Mm -hmm. before or something like that so so it just it created an uncertainty for her Mm -hmm. where she just kind of had to go okay i yeah it it looks done um that's all i can do or say so anyway so you can skip that problem but it 
along those lines, and we kind of touched on this in the previous point, but it bears repeating, is that it be, when, when you don't rotate jobs, it becomes abundantly clear who's doing their job and who isn't. And you can reward accordingly. Yeah, and it, the, it, it takes all the guesswork out. Again, like I was going back to, the, you know, if the bathroom's not clean right now, Blackstone does all the bathrooms. If the bathroom is not clean, I know exactly who's not doing his job. I don't have to wonder. I don't have to worry. And I don't have to, excuse me, single out somebody else whose job it isn't to do it. I know, mm-hmm. hey, Blackstone, come on over here. Take care of that. And if yeah. Mahan Ray, he's in charge of the dining room. And I, if the dining room's a mess, I know who to call. And it just, it makes it fair, I guess. There's that element yes, of fairness. Yes, it makes it very, very, very where fair. The, where the... It, typically in a family, it's the most responsible ones and the ones who care are the ones doing all the work. Well, that's not fair. It's not fair for only the responsible kids to do all the work because everybody's getting the same rewards. Oh, everyone gets to eat. Everyone gets to live here. Everyone gets the same amount of electricity. And, uh, well, well, also, like um, I know like we would get kind of an allowance tied to our, mm-hmm. oh, you did your chores Oh, yeah, if you're doing an, some and, sort of allowance, but yeah. But it wasn't like... You know, I'm like, yeah, some of these people aren't exactly doing their job. Well, it makes it kind of arbitrary. Again, and, and that sense of fairness, and I think every every kid has yeah. that. And that deep-seated, like, they know when something is not fair and it bugs them. Yeah, but I, I think probably the if, if you were weaseling out of your job... Mm-hmm. It would bug you too, like deep a, down. Yep, deep down. Deep inside, down inside, you're, inside, you're like, like yeah, yep. I got away with it. But at the same time, you would know that it, you know, you you were being a weasel. Yep. <laughs> so. And that undermines your confidence. It, it really does. does. It does yep. undermine your confidence. So that's number three. No family members can blame others for their job not being. Yeah, done well. and it's it's not so you can punish someone. It's just so you can do your job as a parent and help them learn the work ethic they're going to need. For the rest of their life. Well, that that leads perfectly yeah, into it's, number it's four, which for is the slower rotation of jobs helps individuals develop work ethic, which is what Money Pants is all about. At the core of Money Pants is work ethic, where that this there are a lot of apps out there that you've got piggy bank apps and budgeting apps and and chore apps. There's not an app out there that teaches work ethic. Yeah, and that's what Money Pants does best. And this is one of the main reasons why. Is because, like you said, Hannah, you can't weasel out of jobs. But not only that, it forces you to face that fear of work and to overcome it by being by being assigned to one job for an extended period of time. Whereas rotating jobs undermines that. And like we said, you, you can get you can get past that by you can avoid learning work ethic if you rotate jobs. But with without a rotation of a job, without a job rotation, that you you are basically guaranteeing that you're going to learn work ethic. Like I said, my parents did a very good job. We would do yard work on Saturdays. We had this rotating job mm-hmm. chart. Um, my dad uh, and mom had both learned work ethic from their parents. But that was the thing about a, a rotating chart is that it, it, everyone looks like they're going to be get exposed to all the different jobs and learn all the different jobs. Mm-hmm. On the, at the outset, it seems like a really good idea. Yeah. Well, and I I was a hard worker mm-hmm. and I, I worked hard in school. I worked hard in dance. I worked hard at home. But there were certain things. I didn't clean my room. <laughs> I never got that one down. But there was one job that I hated mm-hmm. and it was doing the dishes. Yep. But guess what? From the time I was five until I was, uh, you know, until I left home, I had that job every, 
you know, five to 10 days, days, depending on how many people were in the family at, at, at any point. And so I grew up doing the dishes all growing up, but I would avoid it. I hated it. I, and as an adult, I still like feared doing the dishes and it didn't make sense because I had spent all these years, you know, Uh okay, it's your turn to do the dishes, Hannah, you know? Uh, So, so what I found uh, was that as an adult, I'm like, this is stupid. I'm, I'm hoping and praying that my husband will do the dishes all the time. And I, I'm willing to clean the whole rest of the house. I just don't want to do the dishes. And so I, I realized that in order to overcome that fear of doing the dishes, I, I, I thought about it. I'm like, here's the problem. I'm always holding out hope that somebody will do the job for me, right. that somebody will come in and rescue me. And so I, I, we mentioned this in a previous podcast. I said to my husband, I said, I, can't, I have a plan. I want to do the dishes for the whole next year. I thought you were so weird. Um, I thought that was the weirdest thing. I'm like, really? You want you want to do the dishes? Because would... you knew how bad I was about it. Where well, I no, because we would take like turns that. doing the dishes and whatever. Yeah. And I, I never really thought anything about it until... And I remember you coming to me and you and you saying that. And I thought, at the time, I didn't think anything of other than that that was just kind of a weird request. I'm like, well, if she wants to, I guess. I had nothing against doing the dishes. I was like, Just so you yes. know, I did the same thing with poopy diapers. Because I'm like, I shouldn't be waiting and hoping my husband changes the poopy diapers. So I did the same thing with that as well. I said, you know what? I, I'm not going to let anybody change the baby's diaper except for me. And I'm going to, I'm going to, for the next six months or a year, I'm going to change every single diaper. See, the cool thing I, and like I don't know about which that kid story, that was, yeah. but, but is- it, it was like, oh, facing a poopy diaper. You know, but that, that, I guess the thing I like about that so much is that it just shows that, that work ethic is an ongoing thing. Overcoming the fear of work isn't a one-time thing. It's there are different aspects to it and there are different parts of your life that to overcome, you know, things that you're, I guess, worried about or scared of and just facing it head on. Hats off to you. That's, it's very impressive that you had the the clarity of mind to realize that. (laughs) I finally realized that part of uh, facing the fear is is getting rid of that possibility that somebody else is going to do right. it for you, and to just instead but that's a good life lesson. Wrap your mind around you're going to be the one to do it. So when I assigned myself the dishes, uh, eventually what happened was uh, I'm like, okay, how am I going to approach this? What am I going to do? And that's when I was like, okay, this is such a mess. This is it, it was it's all disorganized. It mm-hmm. stressed me out, you know, and it's it's kind of dishes are almost different every time depending on what meal was made and and oh, I you know and and it just I don't know, it grossed me out too. The dirty dishes grossed me out. It can kind be, of like yep. a poopy diaper grosses yep. me out. And I'm like, that's a ro- <sighs> so ironic because you have so many children. <laughs> I, I, well, no, I overcame both of these fears. And so I'm like, you know what? I'm still not good at cleaning up vomit, though. Yeah. 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 You shouldn't anyway. be a nurse. <laughs> that one still gets me. But and so I was like, OK, you know what? I'm just going to find all the cups and load those in first. Mm-hmm. Cups, 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 cups. OK, now I'm going to do all the bowls, you know, and I I. I had never done that in all my years of doing the dishes because I was always just thinking about how miserable it was and how I wish I could get out of it or wish I didn't have to do it mm-hmm. anymore. And Rather I had fin- never... But you finally embraced it. Yeah, I had never faced it and embraced it and went, okay, 
Mm. How can I do this and it not be overwhelming? And pretty soon after a couple of months, the job became easy for me and I was no longer stressed out by it. And it actually became relaxing. So that uh, that's when I realized that having the longer term job was actually beneficial. Yes. And so like Trixie. That was, a, that was quite the aha moment. Yeah. And Trixie, uh, our, when she was 12, she made that realization too, where she, she, by that time she was 12. She had done, I think, all the jobs in the house. Yeah. She had milked the cows. She had done the dishes. She had done the laundry, bathrooms. Mowed the lawn. Yeah, she had done everything. Mm. And and she said to me, she goes, Mom, I used to think that, you know, laundry was such a hard job and dishes was such a hard job. And, and she goes, now, I don't think any of the jobs are hard. And, and that's a 12-year-old who kind of grew up with this concept. And I thought, wow, she's a lot different than I was. <laughs> I didn't I didn't have that that confidence or that, yeah, I can, none of those jobs are hard for me. What a great advantage, though, we gave her in life. Yeah. To have that confidence and also that work ethic and total, complete lack of fear. Yeah. So, I mean, she still has to apply it to new endeavors and new things, but having that under her belt... Kind of helps her realize, oh, no, I just need to face it and figure it out. Yep. And I can. Yeah, and I can. And I can. It's the can-do attitude that's the huge benefit there. Okay. Okay. So that's number four. You know, the slower rotation that really helps individuals develop that work ethic, which, man, I I can't hit that point hard home enough. It's that work ethic is what we are all about. That is the greatest gift you can give your children in the home. Number five, when assignments are long-term, you can make job assignments that better match the age level. And so this allows all family members to participate in cleaning up the home and and participate and and feel needed and necessary in the home. And the reason why is because when you have that rotating chore chart, it includes some things that the younger kids, like two, three, four years old, can't do. Yeah. They just, maybe they're not big enough to, to push the vacuum or they tall can't. Tall enough to do, do t- tall reach Tall enough the to cabinets. reach the dishes or put the dishes away or run the, or you wouldn't trust them to do the laundry. Or you're like, um, yeah, let's not have <coughs> you clean the toilet. I don't want you licking that. So if you <laughs> have a rotating, like well, if you have a rotating <laughs> chore chart, eventually it's going to fall on the three-year-old or the four-year-old. And you're like, yeah, well, they're not going to do dishes. So now who does? Or, yeah, they're not going to do laundry, so who does? Like, and yeah, so all of a sudden, or, the, the, this rotating chore chart doesn't quite work. Or mowing the lawn. Yeah, exactly. Or some of the, so the higher-end jobs. The better idea is give everybody a job for a year, and you can give the toddler the pickup job of the living room, and it's theirs for a year. Yeah, actually, for toddlers, you rotate the chart even slower mm. because there's no sense in changing their job for, for a, a, a couple it, of years. Just keep it there for two years. And get and, them used to cleaning up. Yeah, Why and not? the main thing is to get them used to the idea that they have a responsibility mm-hmm. and get good at it. And there's no need to... And they learn where everything goes. Yeah. They increase their vocabulary. We, I mean, we talked about that. Yeah, in yeah, but, but just take it easy on the toddlers. You so, know, just keep the same job. So, having, uh, so that's number five. You know, when assignments are long-term, it, it allows everybody to participate yeah. and feel needed and necessary. And not feel overwhelmed, like, mm-hmm. you know, oh, I this is so hard to do the dishes. I can't reach anything and uh, whatever. It, when when they're big enough and then you they can have that job exactly. when they're ready. So number six, 
The number six reason to stop rotating jobs is, and this is our last reason we came up with, was you can focus on teaching each family member to do one job well. And we, we kind of led into that with some of the other reasons, but this one I really want to hit home. If the chores rotate frequently, then you need to teach each family member to do multiple to do multiple jobs well. And it's a constant struggle to always be teaching family members the same jobs over and over Especially and over again. Especially some of the kids are younger, some are older. And, and it so never it's... stops. And it's this overwhelming task of all day, every day, reteaching the same jobs only to a different person. And you end up spending all your time and energy teaching kids to do the jobs. Yeah, you know and, what? And and that probably that probably leads to the you know what? I'll just do it myself. Absolutely. Because it's way easier to Absolutely. just do the job myself. And how many times have we seen that? How many times have we seen as I mean, where <laughs> that, that but that's a common thing in in households where and I've heard this over and over again, parents are like it's so much easier to do it myself. Why why would I have and my kids don't do it right? It's faster and easier for me to do it myself and I, I, my response is yeah, but what are you teaching your children? Yeah, but what but a at disservice the same time, to your children. Though, at the same time, though, they need something that's easier to to implement. Mm-hmm. Where these rotating charts is, if you have you know multiple kids, if you have two or more children, yeah, it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming. It's spreading the parents too thin. Yep. They get mm-hmm. burned out, mm-hmm. and if the parents get burned out which is what happens, mm-hmm. the chore chart doesn't work. Well, and I think we need to recognize and understand and appreciate that parents have limited time and energy. Nobody wants to spend all their time cleaning the house. Nobody. Yeah. Which is why people hire maids. But unfortunately, doing that deprives the children of some great opportunities. And parents doing it themselves when the kids are gone to school or whatever also deprives the children or, or of some great opportunities. Or remember that one friend of ours where she, she would regularly stay up till two in the morning doing the laundry and cleaning up the house because it was quiet and she could just quietly get it done. Wouldn't there be better use of her time? We talk about- Yeah, what about her health? What about her sleep? Well, you know, we talk about superpowers though. And I think a lot of times parents forget and maybe they abdicate. I'm not sure, but like you should, as a parent, you should be developing your superpowers. If anything, it's like the ideal time because now you have that work ethic and now you know what you're good at and you know how to develop those things. Like you're in the prime position to be really to be developing your superpowers and yet we're relegated to basically the family made. Yeah. What a mistake. Yeah. Well, and a lot of parents, like you said, they realize I, I'm not, I I didn't become an adult to become a maid. I didn't become a parent to become a maid. And then, so they just hire people and leave it at that. But then, wait a minute, maybe you're a hard worker, but your kids- Your kids miss out. They miss out. They need an opportunity mm-hmm. to learn to contribute at home. Yep. But how you approach it- and make it more manageable, more efficient, is, hey, you're going to teach little Johnny how to do one job. You're going to teach him to clean the bathroom this mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay? That's it. That, well, you're that, gonna, that's you know, you're, you'll spend, you know, a day, two, three, maybe a week teaching him. And that's it for the year. Yeah. Not, it won't be every day. All year long. Yeah, and the rest of it's inspections, just making sure he did it. And if he didn't do it, his job doesn't pass. And those, and those are like little adjustments. But, once you, once, but once the, the plane's, teaching, once the plane's in flight, yeah, all you're doing now is just making little adjustments. Where getting that initial takeoff, 
That was the problem is all the all the parents were basically stuck on the runway constantly doing takeoff, but never actually getting in the air. Because once you're in the air, that's just little adjustments on the wings and you're flying, baby. Whereas if you, and you spend so much energy in takeoff and parents never quite got past that. They don't ever take off. Basically, they're just almost taking off and then landing, almost taking off and landing over and over and over again. I'm wasting all the fuel and the time and the energy and never enjoying the, 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 the flight. Okay. So like I said, my parents had this chart and what I noticed is it didn't usually last for more than a month. Before, uh, before my mom would get burned out. Yeah, and yeah, she's of she she's would. a hardworking woman, and she's mm-hmm. a she's a smart lady. She's a good lady, and then oh, we got to get back to it. So then we'd get it back organized again, mm-hmm. and then it would go for a month, and and it just kept it never kept quite repeating. yeah never it quite kept repeating because it was too overwhelming. Yep, and and she was a stay at home mom, and you look at some of. <laughs> some parents they're they're juggling multiple jobs both parents work you you've got to simplify yeah so this has all the this has multiple benefits mm-hmm. it has all the benefits of a rotating chart but it gets rid of these major drawbacks yep. and so you're way more likely to be successful and not get burned out if you just yeah, get, leave get, it be. You need to get off the centrifuge of life. <laughs> oh, there it is, the centrifuge. Oh, it's been a success. Get off the get <laughs> off the Gravitron uh-huh. and, you know, maybe get on, I'm not going to say like the merry-go-round, but it's basically that's what it is, where you're like, no, Gravitron, no. Merry-go-round? Ah. Maybe. Slow down. We're not saying don't ever rotate jobs ever. We're saying make it. At least, it at least six months before you rotate, yeah. but ideally a year. And the thing is, and we haven't talked about this, but one of the benefits of rotating jobs so slowly, like if your kids are older, maybe you're, maybe you're not starting until your kids are like 10, 11, 12 years old. Yeah. Well, if you have 10 jobs um, and you're only doing rotating once a year, your kids aren't going to get a chance to do all the jobs and learn all the jobs before they leave home. So you may need to speed that up and go every six months. Yeah, you you need to learn how to cook dinner. You need to learn how to do your own lunch. Yeah, you, you need, need to, to you need to how yeah so you need to know how to mow the lawn you, you safely. You may have to um, do the faster version, but even so, six months they they're older. They can well, yeah. In, in six can, years, if you rotate, you know, every six months, that's twelve jobs. That yeah. should be more than enough for them to have like that solid understanding and grasp of kind of how the home runs and and. And, uh, and not have any gaps in their domestic education, right. as we like to say. And that, that will give them a lot more confidence when they do, do leave Yeah, home. and they won't ruin their laundry <laughs> when they're in college. Yeah. And, and so that leads to, I guess, logically, what, what to expect when, you're, when you first introduce this concept to your kids that they're going to have the same job for a year, you're going to get weeping and wailing and gnashing no, of teeth. Well, <laughs> no, 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 I'm just kidding. No, no, okay, there's, so, there's, a, well, there's no, no. a process that the kids go through when you assign them a job for a year. Right. And, the, and, no, the, and there's, a, there's a very, okay, so we, we need to talk about what to expect when you finally, uh, what, what's the progression? There's a, there's a natural emotional progression kids go through and adults for that matter, but kids go through when they're assigned a job for a year. And, and this is it. At first, they will be excited. They will yeah. love their job. I, we have, and I'm getting paid for it. Oh I yeah, they're so excited. It. And and they and we have you know we do the, this the bathroom video where my son 
uh, Caleb is demonstrating how to clean the bathroom and it's this battle against the germs and he has on his war paint and his camo uh, uniform. And we've actually had parents where their children would put on war paint the same way and, and go into battle in the bathroom and they were really excited about it for all of a week, maybe two <laughs> weeks. But they were, to begin with, they're excited. And, and this is the time, by the way, that you really want to take advantage of that. When they're excited about the job, that's when you teach them everything you expect because they're still excited and it's new and it's, and it's fun. And that's when you really want to uh, fine tune the expectations you have for the job and what qualifies as done. Because a couple weeks into it, maybe as soon as a week, they will hate their new job. They will <laughs> beg you for a new one. They will claim they have been given the most difficult job in the whole home. It's not fair. They have the hardest job. And yes, you, you can count on this, like seriously. But the count thing is, they're right. They are right. They do have the hardest job because. They're learning work ethic. And that is very difficult to do. Well, and it's a new job for them. Mm -hmm. And, and it, it's, is. It, it's, it is a hard job for them. But you just, uh, oh, well, you as the parent, though, how you deal with that is you're like, well, actually, everybody has very challenging jobs. Well, no, you can agree and with them 100% yeah, it, say, you know what, you're, you're right. Job. You are absolutely right. The bathroom is a very difficult job. Matter of fact, it may be, it may be the hardest job in the home. And that's why we gave it to you because we know you can do it. Yeah. And I, and, and but reassure and I them. I expect you to do it. Reassure them. Say the jobs are not going to be changing though. This is going to be your responsibility for the next year. And and you don't have to yell or just be firm about it. Just yeah. it's it's not going to change. And it doesn't hurt to say yeah. You know. And you know what my job is. I'm doing dishes. And that's a hard one too. And we're all in this together. Just yeah. maybe just help remind them of those things. But because, and here's the cool thing, by about the one month mark. When they realize that you're serious, that their job is not going to change. Well, let me back up. During those weeks, the first, the first week they're excited. And then weeks two, three, and four. <laughs> They're, they, not. they're they not. They feel really stupid. And they, they, they will try. They feel very sorry for themselves. Well, they will try all sorts of different tactics too, like trading with their siblings or saying they did their job, but they didn't, or, uh, or, and, and or whining say, or no, crying no or moping. Trading jobs. Any manipulation tactic, yep, manipulation no tactic they can come up with, they'll, they'll try everything. And the, the key is to just stick to your guns and say, you know what? I appreciate that. And I, I really do understand where you're coming from, but we're all in this together, blah, blah, blah. Because after about that first month, something kind of magical happens. And they resign themselves to the fact that, okay, mom and dad are serious. It takes, on average, it takes about a month for them to finally go, okay, it's my job. I'm going to be doing this job for the year. <laughs> and that's when the really cool things happen yeah. because that's when your kids, they, they start to accept their fate, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> but they'll start figuring out systems to make the job work for them. And the, the, the job suddenly, once they do that, once that, once that emotional thing clicks, that, that, that key turns in their brain, once that happens, then the job starts becoming easier for them because they're no longer fighting it. It's kind of like the birds, you know, fight, you can either fight the wind or you can fly higher using the wind. And they, once they start accepting and embracing the whole concept of work ethic, doing the hard things even when it's hard, all of a sudden they're like, oh, okay, th this isn't that bad. Matter of fact, I probably could get it done faster than 20 minutes if I just did this and this. 
and they start coming up with systems and routines on their mm-hmm. own and they they do it they it, the job becomes theirs they embrace the job and it's really fun to watch and you know by two three months into it they it they actually become really good and really efficient and then this is when the cool part happens they first of all they, they stop waiting and hoping for someone to save them do the job for them but and they also become really really good at it but the cool thing is, is that's when they start having, like, it's almost like alone time. Because once you've mastered a job, you've, 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 you're able to do it efficiently and quickly. And it, it's, it's kind of mindless. And that's when you can do some of your best thinking. That's when you can come up with solutions to problems and you come up with cool ideas. Because your brain doesn't have to focus on the job at hand. Because it's, oh, I've wiped this toilet a hundred times. I've washed these dishes a thousand times. I've vacuumed this rug 50 times. Like, I don't need to think about how to do it. So the brain is able to go, okay, well, now we can think about other cool things. And you get ideas. And it's really, really fun. Matter, And we've talked about this before where, you know, the uh, the farmer, the uh, Philo uh, uh, Farnsworth, oh, now I'm blowing it. I can't remember his name, but he was a farmer. And he would plow his fields. And during that time of plowing, he's like, huh. I wonder if you could send this as an electrical signal and that's how television was made was but because he had all this time on his hands you know plowing the field he was working but but his mind was free yep so and so and by the end of the year or by the end of six months your kids are pros at their jobs and and oftentimes they learn to really enjoy it it's, it's a relaxing time for them and it, their their job is so easy it does. It becomes kind of their their me time, their sanctuary, their their safe place, so yeah, to speak. Or or they they enjoy talking during that time. Or mm-hmm. um, like we always play fun music during job time because we notice that uh, it keeps the pace of everybody up. Like you know, it's the end of the day. Maybe we're low on energy or whatever. So mm-hmm. we turn on some party music and everybody works fast. And, you know, if you go around, you see, you know, Sassy doing the dishes and she's waggling to the music while she does, does the dishes. Everybody's just kind of, you know, kind of having fun during that time, but they're not stressed out by their jobs. They're just, they're working fast. But the great thing here is if you can make it past those first 30 days, that's one month. There are 12 months out of the year. Right. The, the remaining 11 months are are very easy to keep this going. Yeah. Your, your program isn't going to stop after a month and you go, mm-hmm. okay, I don't have the energy to keep doing this, whatever. Right. If you get in the first 30 days, just stick to your guns of, no, this is what we're doing. And I guarantee you, if you just stick to your guns, don't don't let them trade jobs. Don't don't go. Oh yeah, you know maybe this is yeah, too don't, hard. Don't, don't give because it's not it's, it's not too hard. Your just kids be can do it. They, they can do it. If you can, you, do it, they can. But do you it. know, parents, we you know they can do it. Yeah. It, oh, I can't clean the toilet. Yes, you can. Yeah, but don't 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 give in. Don't give in to that because it will happen no matter it what will pay, job you give them. It will pay so. major dividends. And like you said, Hannah, it's. One month. And it's not even that. The, the the complaining actually goes by after just a few weeks. If you stick to your guns. If you stick to your guns. But if you don't stick to your guns, they'll go, ah, gotcha. Yep. And it'll and drag on. Know. It'll drag on forever. And so then when the, they have the next job that they don't like or there's mm-hmm. a problem with, they'll know, oh, this worked last time. Yep. Yep. And you'll it'll end up lasting. The complaining will last a lot longer. Mm-hmm. 
uh, because they they're like, no, 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 she she folded, mom and dad folded last uh-huh. time, so don't do that. Just get it over with. No, so this th- is the job. And so that's the progression. You know, first at the very first, they're excited. Then a couple weeks in, they, they hate, hate it. it. It's the worst. <laughs> and they feel and then very they fi- sorry. The for next themselves. step is they finally resign the fact. Okay, I'll do it. And then it starts to become fun. And then they actually learn to enjoy it. And they mm-hmm. become really proficient at it. And they look forward to it. Yeah. And it's it's kind of exciting. Well, they. I mean, they're not like, yay, it's job time. But no, um, we had nope. We had a mom. <laughs> we had a mom tell us that she actually looked forward to cleaning the bathrooms. Oh. Because it was something that she'd always been scared of and she was never good at it. And she's like, you know what? I look forward to it because I know I can do it and it's my job. And I actually look forward to it. And I laughed at her. <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> well, help it. Because I like she said, that mom because she's just like me. But and she, I felt like. Okay. I didn't mean to laugh, but it was so funny when she said, I look forward to cleaning the toilet. And I thought that was a really funny phrase. But at the same time, it's true. Where it once you embrace that job, it does. It kind of becomes me time. So yeah. anyway, so that, that's it. Those are our six reasons to stop rotating jobs. And I'll just recap. You know, number one, there's less confusion about and stress in the house about whose job is what. Number two, individuals, they become specialists at their particular jobs and they get really quick at doing those jobs well. Number three, no family member can blame anybody else for not doing their job and the job not being done right. Number four, a slower rotation of jobs really helps everyone develop work ethic. And that, that really is key. Number five, it also allows, uh, when, when the assignments are longer term, it allows the even younger family members to participate in, in, in chore time. And number six, you can focus on teaching each family member to do one job really well. And parents don't get burned out. Yeah. So, I mean, to, to wrap it up, I guess, even though chore charts that rotate, are, they, they have benefits. You know, it introduces the concept of, of doing chores and contributing, and everybody gets kind of a sampling of what, what needs the, the house needs to run. But the, a more effective way is to slow down that rotation and let people really become proficient at any given job. It's a better use of your time and energy. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're still accomplishing the same goal of getting the house clean and everybody learning to work, but just at a uh, more, much more effective way. And that's it. Those are all thoughts on uh, why you shouldn't rotate jobs. If you like what you hear in this podcast, please tell your friends. Maybe they want to listen too. And if you have a suggestion for a future podcast, go to our website under support and click contact us. Send us an email and we will get right on it. And that's it for today. Enjoy some of Falcon Jasper's youthful Yankee yodeling. We'll see you next time.